Welcome to the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray, a locally produced program devoted to bringing you a fresh perspective on housing, diving into the issues that matter most. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. When Kevin gives the word, be prepared to call in to 865-243-TALK. That's 865-243-8255. Now, Kevin Ray. Welcome into the Housing Hour. My name is Kevin Ray, your host, and we have our co-host Mark Griffith with us, and we appreciate you for coming in to the Housing Hour on this Saturday. And um, as you all know, we've been uh, going over our kind of our Protect the Family um, series, and and we have established on our website uh, thehousinghour.com um, a link. And Mark, tell them where that is. Well, at thehousinghour.com, we have up on the tab right now. It's it's it, we're going to identify it as Protect Your Family mm-hmm. or Holiday Ready. Mm-hmm. Whatever we we name the series, you'll be able to find it because it'll be under our special series. So it's up there on the tab, and we've got FBI agent, we've got identity theft expert who who interviewed with us, an FBI expert, and all this good stuff. So yeah. you got to go there. And if you have not listened to those shows, I would highly recommend going back and locating them because it's under the special series, um, and it's it's really 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 well done. I think that the gentleman who came on last week with the FBI really named. Marshall Stone. Marshall Stone. Um, and he was carrying a 9 millimeter, which which I was embarrassed to say that he wasn't. And then all of a sudden, he flashes it and shows me. But, um, but no, just very organized in his thoughts, um, but also um, in his deeds. I mean, he's he had the information readily available. And, you know, on our website, we have posted two videos that kind of um, give you a little teaser, kind of, of the information that you can find. In and some things. of the uh, press releases he has written about certain uh, things that pop up from time time to time that are mm-hmm. ongoing so uh all the information right there at housinghour.com and you know he's in knoxville so and, and he does write press releases and he does other things um and there's a lot of good information and the fbi provides in this time of year especially you know we're right here at the doorstep of christmas people are certainly going out to amazon and other websites and, and purchasing things online like myself absolutely <laughs> and uh, you know you can still get it if you're a prime member you can still get them in two days which yeah. is shocking um so, um, you know, now with the, with our current situation, you know, where we are with our series, we'd like to bring in somebody local. And Mark, if you don't mind, could you introduce our guest? Yeah, Alan Lawson is with the Knoxville Emergency Management Agency. And this is the, this is the agency that prepares Knoxville City and Knox County about, against emergencies. So they have a plan in place. They'll show you how to put a plan for your family in place. Plus they go out to the community. They do educational pieces. They're uh, very heavily involved in scoutings and mm-hmm. all those types yeah, of merit me about that. So uh, just a fantastic organization. And I don't know that many people know about it, but we have some nifty bags that w- if you text us or go to our, yes. our website and let us know you want one, we'll make sure that you get these ready bags that you can fill and make sure that you're prepared. It 
if you would like one of these bags, please um, either uh, go on to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash housing hour, or you can tweet us at um, our our actual name is um, at the housing hour now. Excellent. So it used to be at Kevin Ray, and it was pointed out to me that but we need to But it's much bigger than yeah. that now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, Alan, uh, thank you for joining us, first of all. Thanks a lot. I'm glad to be here. We really appreciate it. And, um, you know, one of the things that I think people may not realize is that there are people like yourself that are there and have developed strategies and have developed plans to help you in the unfortunate or unlikely, you know, situation would arise where we had a big disaster. So, so if you don't mind, first, just tell me a little bit about what you do and what you're, what you're doing right now. Well, I'm the director of the Knoxville, Knox County Emergency Management Agency, mm-hmm. and our responsibilities kind of go in, in two tracks. One of them is the response to not only disasters, but any kind of large-scale event. We're we're a small agency, but what we do is help the other responding agencies like law enforcement, fire, and others um, respond to complex and lar- large-scale uh Emergencies, usually weather-related or hazmat-related or, mm-hmm. or something like that. So there's one whole track where we have response plans. Uh, we, uh, in the agency, manage the Emergency Operations Center, which is kind of the command center for, for large-scale events. So there's one track of um, the responding agencies and us in emergency management trying to um, kind of grease the mechanism and make, make mm-hmm. that happen in an organized way. And the other side of the of our responsibilities is helping just general members of the public do what they can to be prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one thing some people ask: uh, does does the county have a plan? And and, and we do. Um, but the other side of that is to turn around and ask an individual: Do you have a plan? Mm. And having a, a plan for yourself makes your life much easier when we have really any kind of a, of an emergency. Yeah, let's talk about that because a plan may not necessarily mean that you need to have 10,000 bottles of water in your crawl space. You know, a plan also may not mean that you need to go out and trade in all of your liquid assets for silver. Right. <laughs> you know I mean, you, and you don't need to write a book either. Right. It's, it's simple. So, so talk about, you know, a plan, you know, you laid out in this, um, and we're going to put this on our website, but one of the things that people may not realize when there is a disaster, and this may be even just a disaster from a snow perspective, 1993, for instance, that was a disaster. I mean, would you not clarify that as it, a disaster? It sure was. Yeah. I, went, I went to work on a Friday and got home the following Thursday. Oh, heavens. Well, because, you know, like you say in this PDF, in your opening remarks, basically, you're stating, mm-hmm. you know, you have to, people need to understand that when something like that happens, you know, the police and their families are dealing with some similar things. You know, the the people who work at the banks and at the grocery stores, hey, they may not be able to get to work either. So you may need to rely on your own resources. And that's why it's important to, to think about like a three-day time period, unless mm-hmm. it's something just horrifically catastrophic. Things are going to get closer to normal in about right. three days. Mm-hmm. So if you can... Except for 93. <laughs> except for that. That that was extraordinary. Yeah. But for the most part, if you can take some simple precautions to help yourself get through a three-day period, mm-hmm. um, you're going to be in, in much better shape. Yeah. You know, another thing, too, I think, I mean, 
I see when there is a threat of snow that Kroger's is, you know, the parking lot is completely full. So, I, I mean, do you think also maybe that people should apply maybe some, when they plan, you know, there is certain degrees of extreme that you should go to. Um, you know, stocking up when there's a 30% chance of flurries may not be the wisest thing to do for your own, you know, sanity, frankly. Right. Um, it's really the the two things that are most likely to cause a significant impact for us here are are weather and hazardous materials accidents Mm -hmm. um and when i say weather winter storms ice and ice storms Mm -hmm. and that kind of thing and spring and summer with with thunderstorms and we've certainly had our our share of that particularly in, in the past couple of years and weather events usually if you pay attention you get some decent warning about about what is in in the future Mm -hmm. so i i never do one of these talks without uh, recommending people get a weather radio Mm -hmm. and that is it just can provide you some really critical information Uh, they're not expensive um then that lets you know when um, severe weather is coming. Now, could they also possibly, I know that there is a weather radio app on smartphones. There is. There's now, also, if you don't, yeah, so. There, there's that. There's also a um, Ready TN app. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, this is done oh, really? by, by the, this is done by the State Emergency Management Agency. And... There's a lot of information on there. You get weather information. Um, you can see where Red Cross shelters are. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see uh, there's a link to um, to TDOT information, so you can see where uh, traffic accidents are. You can see the SmartWay cameras. Oh, and, great! And, and it's got a page on Ready TN. Ready TN. Okay. And um, it, it also has like preparedness information, the kind of checklists that are on our Ready Bag, similar kind of thing to mm-hmm. that. So when people are planning and they have, you know, of course, one of the things that you also have to think about is, hey, there may not be running water for a few days. You know, three days is kind of what you're you're thinking. And if you don't have running water, you know, if you're taking that three day perspective, you know, maybe 18 bottles of water may be sufficient for a three day period. The, the rule of thumb is a gallon of water per day per okay. person. Per, per, per day per person. Okay. So if you have four people in your family, that's four gallons per day. So that's 12 gallons that you may need for a three-day period. Um, and that makes sense. And and that's not necessarily, that's not something you're using. That's something that you're intaking. You're not using it for other purposes. Well, like, that's also for sanitation purposes. As for well. hands and so right. forth. Okay. Um, and then another thing that people, I mean, electricity likely in the event of um, a severe thunderstorm or potentially an ice storm, or definitely a heavy snow when trees are falling and, th- and th- those type of things. Electricity may be out. I mean, we had back in May of 2000, I guess, was it 10 or 9? And my time flies. Um, whenever that big hailstorm came, I just remember electricity being out for a pretty good amount of period. And some people did stretch into that two-day period. What are some things that pe- people should do? I mean, do you recommend everybody goes out and has a backup generator? It's not a bad idea if you that, can afford that it. That would be great if you can afford it, but right. that that is really expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, you can you can do s- some things are, are battery powered. Uh, you know, the part of the the ready kit is to have a battery powered radio. Mm-hmm. They are even make um, crank powered 
radios. Wow. They're, they're a combination of a flashlight and a radio. And then a they crank radio. cars, and, too? And they, well, if it's if, uh, if you've got an antique in your garage. <laughs> yeah, that may save some money. Um, so um, you can keep your um, communications in some lights just with that. And, mm-hmm. and batteries last a long time now. So you know, have a flashlight and mm-hmm. have, have a few batteries put away. Absolutely. Alan, uh, going back to the water thing, um, I've always been told that if there's a, some impending thing coming and you think you're going to be without water, fill up your tub. And that oh. can hold a lot of yeah. water. Is that something that you would recommend or still put gallons of water in the, in the garage? Well, a bottled water is simpler. Um, you can run water in your tub, particularly for, you know, for washing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, just gives you an extra just, backup. It just depends on your on your own level of, of cleanliness, I guess. Whether you want right. to drink water that's been in the bathtub, but well, as a Boy Scout, really, you can yeah. purify that. Sure, all you can. <laughs> there you go. Um, bottled water is yeah. is really simpler. Gotcha. Yeah, and I think, too, when you think in terms of the electricity being out, you think in terms of, you know, not having running water, um, and then just the the time period historically that Knoxville, if you look back over the last hundred years, um, you know, and especially with the amount of technology that we have put into place to, to make these disasters more bearable, you know, three days is probably really kind of a great, time period to plan for if you're planning for three days you know having the bath water filled up although a good idea i think you know the bottled water 12 you know gallons if i mean 12 gallons you could fit that very easily i have i can i'm picturing right now where i can put those 12 gallons and it's not you know two in the way but another thing when i spoke about the generator you know mark um a generator is a good thing to have but you know if we have a major disaster the gas stations may not be open yeah that's going to be kind of tough but uh do there are there alternatives to gas power generators i don't know solar power generators yeah well there are there are natural gas power generators that's a good plan um that supply is much less likely to be disrupted you know than than electricity of course and then you don't have to fill it up Mm -hmm. but you know, it's several thousand dollars for to set up the house. Right. Way. Yeah, because you know what we're talking about today, and when today we have Alan Lawson, he's uh, he's given us some really great information, and, and we have some ready kit uh, information, and we have these bags. We'd love for you guys to get your hands on one of these. So if you want to email us, you can email me at kevin at kevinray.com, or you can go onto our Twitter. It's at the Housing Hour, or our Facebook page, facebook.com/slash Housing Hour. Um, but the most important thing I want to tell everybody is this ready kit. Um, it's going to have a checklist for you. You can go to the housinghour.com which we can link in all of Alan's information and have his website put up as well but I have a lot to get to with Alan so if you guys come back here in just a minute we're going to continue this conversation thank you guys for joining us we'll be right back after these messages
At Title Associates of Knoxville, we are all about you. You, the buyer, the seller, the real estate agent, or the lender. Hi, I'm Sue Benson, owner of Title Associates. In today's real estate market, it is more important than ever to have a title company with experience, a company you can trust, and one that conducts business with you in mind. Our staff has been serving Knoxville and surrounding counties for over 20 years with timely, attentive service. We are constantly updating and re-educating ourselves to ensure the best possible service to our customers. At Title Associates, we are proud to be a part of this community, a community that has remained positive during the downturn of the economy and a community that will recover with an even stronger real estate market. If you're buying, selling, or refinancing, our staff promises to make your closing a pleasant one. If you're a real estate agent looking for excellent customer service, give us a call, 777-1040, or visit our website at tanox.com. Title Associates, your choice and the right choice. The Christmas season is always a wonderful time to reflect on your blessings. And Mortgage Investors Group would like to thank all of our customers for making us the number one private lender in Tennessee. Our gift continues to be the lowest possible rates with the best customer service. Call us today, 800-489-8910, or visit us online at mortgageinvestorsgroup.com. Mortgage license number 109111. Merry Christmas. Mortgage Investors Group is committed to being your home loan solution. It's just that simple. With over 22 years of experience in the home financing business and over 60,000 clients, MIG is Tennessee's leading independent mortgage lender. Whether you're looking to upgrade your current home, purchase your first home, or need to simply refinance to a lower rate, now is the time to move. There has never been a better time to buy a home than there is today. Record low rates, great selection of homes for sale, and sellers ready to sell. This environment will not last forever. Mortgage Investors Group has money to lend, experienced loan officers to guide you, and a singular focus of helping you. Contact us and we will help you realize your American dream today. MIGonline.com or 865-691-8910. Equal housing lender, Tennessee license number 109111. Mortgage Investors Group. This city beacon of wheeling and dealing, Sundays at 11 a.m. Like to wish you and all yours a real happy Merry Christmas and a great new year. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. the housing hour. I want to tell you guys about a company that uh, we believe in, and, and that is Admiral Title. Admiral Title, if you don't know, um, they are a closing company. They take care of your real estate closing. So when you purchase a home and you're getting a mortgage for that home, or even if you're paying cash, you have to have somebody that is in the background checking to make sure that every I is dotted and every T is crossed. And that is what they do. And they do it very, very well. Um, Phyllis Burnett is the um, owner of Admiral Title. And what really she does, guys, is she is a coordinator. She makes sure that the real estate agent, if it is a purchase, and makes sure that the lender are they're all coordinating together to meet the goal of closing on time. And Mortgage Investors Group is a very big piece of that as well because that's also our responsibility. So we work together very well. Um, they do a really, really good job. Mark uses them over in his office all the time. We'd really recommend you giving them a chance. If 
right. So if you're if you're a um, really a realtor or a lender out there listening to the show, um, give them an opportunity to build a relationship with you because I think you'll be very very happy with their professionalism and their expertise in the real estate um, industry. It is eight six five five three one six zero six zero Admiral Title. So we're back in here and um, we were talking off air a little bit. A couple of things I wanted to point out. Number one was we talked about the application, the ReadyGov app, and then also the Weather Radio app. And um, our producer, Shine, correctly pointed out that if you have lost power, or even if you haven't lost power, or let's say that the power's out, but you still have a battery on your phone, the towers may be knocked out. There may be reasons why, you know, you can't even get cell service. So having that um, crank radio or um, the other uh, battery powered radio, those are probably, I think the crank radio is even better because the batteries are going to potentially run out if it is extended as far as the, the emergency goes. And then, you know, another thing too, a lot of these emergency plans, they're great. And I think they're very important, but there also needs to be, um, some, expectations established. And, and Alan, you know, when somebody does have to go to a shelter and, you know, that would be obviously if there was not electricity for a sustained amount of time, what should people's expectations be when they arrive at one of these shelters, if they had to go to one? Well, we look to the Red Cross to manage shelters here. Um, they are, the vast majority of them are volunteers. So, um, first place, I want, want to say how grateful I am that for the work that they do, it 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 would just uh, it would just not work without them. Mm-hmm. But when we have um, an event that displaces people, we will set up a, a shelter, um, which is managed by the Red Cross, and um, the the conditions are that that you'll have a roof over your head, a place to sleep, and something to eat. So it's that's all you need, really. And that's, I mean, it's it's an emergency. Otherwise, right. you wouldn't be there. Right, it's, exactly. It's not you know, it's not supposed to be a hotel. It's, right, it's it's doing what we can. And um, some of the the things you have to just be aware of is you know the, the sleeping quarters are um, you know some like an auditorium of a school or just some large open area. Mm-hmm. So you know, there's minimal privacy. Um, we were we were also talking about pets, and we can make mm. provisions for that. You can't bring your pet into the same general area as as the other pe- people in the shelter. Mm. You imagine, you know, you're playing, oh. uh, you're on a cot with two hundred other people, and you yeah. know, dogs yapping around. And that would you, not work. You don't need that, but we can make provisions. We keep them in a if we can keep them close by in the same building if possible mm-hmm. and uh, you can go visit you know all day long if you want to mm-hmm. just um it, it's just you know important to keep the so well, you have a bunch of dogs right. getting in fights there'd be all kinds of craziness i mean that just makes sense so we, the we provisions that, there we had that in the uh, the katrina evacuees mm-hmm. a lot of them um that uh, you may remember we had a, a shelter set up in the coliseum mm-hmm. you know over 300 people and those people uh, came up here on on aircraft. There were three big airplane loads of, of people, and and they had you know all kinds of pets, not mm. not just dogs and cats. They had snakes and birds, wow. and you know and all kinds of stuff. So you wow. imagine if you don't like 
maybe hearing a, a dog yap yeah, in the shelter, yeah. you definitely don't want somebody's pet don't snake crawling around. <laughs> and that thing hissing at you. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's pretty incredible. I did not know that there were that many people. I do remember there being a shelter set up, but 300 people, that certainly um, probably uh, was an example of how well-prepared Knoxville is that we were prepared to receive that many people. It was by far the biggest shelter we had ever done. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've been in this over 30 years, and prior to that, the blizzard in 1993, Mm -hmm. we had three separate shelters going with a population of up to 100 in Mm -hmm. any any one of them. Mm -hmm. And that was for really less than a week. The the, uh, Katrina evacuees, it was a month. Wow. And all in one one spot. That's a lifetime of management. And they were from hundreds of miles away so they mm-hmm. didn't have any support system you know here if, if you get into shelter if most people if you give them a little bit of time to get their thing together they can get with a, a friend or a family or, or make some but this is their last stop they this don't, is this it, is it there was it was no alternative the case management that would had to go had to go into that had to be profound it was it was a it was a huge effort yeah hey alan when was the last time that your uh agency has been mobilized in a in a crisis situation was it katrina i know that you all plan for this and you work and coordinate through but when's the last time well i mentioned the um emergency operations center that that we manage and we use that you know really every winter and spring with the weather we've been having that is that is activated uh, even on a precautionary basis and we were talking earlier about paying attention to the weather and getting prepared before weather hits when you have a warning uh, we do the same thing if it looks like um, severe weather is is in place we'll get our emergency operations center staff sitting there ready to go you know the april tornado outbreaks perfect example mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. It, it was we were so lucky we had tornado damage to the south of us and to the north of us and and not so much here we had a lot of hail damage of course but that really life-threatening destructive tornado damage was uh, we were we were passed over with that, but we were sitting there in the operations center, ready to go. And we have, you know, teams that that respond, and um, like I said earlier, just make sure that we have a coordinated response. Well, that's true because I mean, in somewhere like let's say California, you know, or even up north where they have a severe thunder, I mean, a weather more maybe than we do. Um, the big piece of this puzzle is preparedness and for not just like you said earlier not just from the emergency you know from the management that you do but individuals as well because you're on our show today we have a huge huge listenership we have up to a million in population that could be listening at any given time we're worldwide when you talk about our web app so you could you know also say that what your job is really is to communicate to the public hey guys here's the resources here's where you need to go to get the resources um you know and and just as simple as a manual um uh, can opener you know some people may not think about that but part of I, i see my responsibility you know as a citizen and also as being on this show is to let people know hey guys if you have an evacuation there are there's dart the um uh, what was the the acronym stand for? Disaster Animal Response Team. There is something that we can help. You know, that's an important piece of this. And then also, hey, you know, what are your expectations when you go into one of these shelters? You know, so the, 
these are such important things and important for everybody to understand and realize as well. And I mean, in, like you said, with the, with your Boy Scouts, with your son who is an Eagle Scout, went through one of his classes. You know, for those of you out there who have, and even the Girl Scouts as well, certainly, um, you know, what a great way to get your kids understanding at an early age. It's it's real important and. And the other thing is that uh, since we are in five states, this show is being heard in five states and a lot of different areas that uh, Alan doesn't serve, mm-hmm. it's important that they contact their local people to find out where their emergency management agency is located, the nearest Absolutely. one. Absolutely. And then also, I noticed um, on some of the analytics, we actually have heard in Russia a couple of times online. I noticed that as well. Streaming online We're as very well, popular. So. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so Alan, um, in summarizing kind of what people could do would you say that the first thing they should do is to make a checklist tell kind of step us through to prepare making a plan walk me through what they should do to start with well they should um they can use checklists that are available either from the ready kit bag that we have or if you mm-hmm. go to ready.gov there, it lays out the whole thing about having a plan and uh, that includes a communications plan as far as having some method for you to reunite with your family you know everybody's not liable to be at home at the same point when something happens so Mm -hmm. how are we going to do are we all going to call a particular individual how are we going to meet up with each other or Mm -hmm. or stay in contact Mm -hmm. with each other um think about the um kind of environment we're dealing with here the practical threats are loss of electricity Mm mm-hmm and um, so thinking about having water, some some food that doesn't require preparation, mm-hmm. that you can just use a manual, manual. can, can <laughs> opener yeah, that's right. and, and open it up. Um, some, if you have any kind of special need uh, as far as health requirements or, 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 or anything like that, uh, having a pet, making some provisions for them. Um, th- those are all real, real important things. You know, we talked about the Red Cross and uh, the shelter environment, and on that side, we'll do all we can to, to meet your needs. But if you recognize that you have, in particular, some sort of uh, uh, unusual need as far as medications or, or anything like that, if you can take some steps to take care of yourself, you'll, you'll be better off. And one of the things I noticed on this PDF that we're going to provide to all of our listeners um, is the storm ready. What does it mean to be storm ready? And one of the first things that, and you mentioned it just a moment ago, is to kind of establish a 24-hour warning point and emergency kind of, and I think for me, and since I have four people in my family, you know, where are you going to be in locating maybe a place that we can, you know, know, hey, if we get, if we get separated, if we got separated in an emergency situation, here's a meetup point. You know, here's where you know that this is where everybody is going to go to. Um, if if the phones are out, if the electricity is out, you can't communicate. Or even if you have a fire in your house, a fire. Same, same yeah. thing. To, where is everybody? And if, we, if everybody knows to meet up at a certain point. And, and Kevin, on that on that document, we're going to supply at thehousinghour.com. There's also at the bottom of that storm ready page. There's non-emergency numbers that I think everybody should print off and mm-hmm. hang near their telephone. And it's got general information, city of Knoxville information, like three one one, and then it goes through the non-emergency number. Of course, if it's emergency, nine one one, but at non-emergency numbers they have 
a list of different agencies that you can contact. Big help. Right. And, and so... So continuing with, I mean, the storm ready, if you are out there and maybe you're a ham radio operator or you have some sort of special training, you know, you guys could certainly use their services. Um, and in the storm ready, it goes on to talk about some things that you could do to to help, um, you know, be a public fig, not public figure, but a person who can help to, you know, do the things that needs need to be done, developing, you know, uh, you know, frequently speaking at community groups. If if you understand the importance and you can go through this training. So how would people go about doing that? If they are available, they have the expertise, maybe they have, uh, you know, maybe they're in law enforcement in their background, those type of things. What can they do to help? Well, they can affiliate themselves with um, any of several different emergency um, services. The um, Red Cross, for example, as I said, was staffed by volunteers. Um, it's important really in any of these um emergencies or just that um, people don't just go go and help without some sort of background some sort of training um, it's actually part of law now right. that responders have to have a, a certain uh, type of uh, training and it's called the national incident management system mm -hmm. so that everybody kind of knows how how they fit in sure so you need to be affiliated with um, like I said, the Red Cross. Um, mm -hmm. There are the Weather Service does uh, weather spotter training. Mm -hmm. If you yeah. have an interest in, in that, I love uh, chasing tornadoes. We uh, we don't have we usually do one in in the spring. We don't have the date set for it yet, but mm -hmm. um, we will we will have that kind of training mm -hmm. coming up. Well, that's it, great. especially in these big storms uh, like April twenty seventh or snowstorms when you have limbs come down. I mean, you need guys to work chainsaws. Do they have to be uh, certified? Do you? We do. There's a um, a group I'd like to mention is VOAD. It's volunteers, volunteer agencies organized in disaster, and they do a lot of, of that kind of uh, work. They're mainly faith based groups, mm -hmm. but uh, you imagine in in the uh, windstorms, a lot of people um, had no or minimal insurance. Um, very little economic resources and you know they've got a big tree down in their yard or um, so, some sort of uh, need that um, wasn't met by, by standard methods and these people were, were a lot of help again on a, on a volunteer basis. Yeah. I got to imagine the faith-based community comes out when these type of events happen to help. Um, well Alan Lawson with the emergent with the Knoxville Emergency Management Agency we sure do appreciate you coming in and sharing all of your thoughts with us and you can find him uh, information obviously on the housinghour.com but directly um, cityofknoxville.org slash k-e-m-a that will get you some information as well correct? That's right. All right. Well, thank you so much, and we will be right back after these messages. Associates of Knoxville, we are all about you. You, the buyer, the seller, the
the real estate agent or the lender. Hi, I'm Sue Benson, owner of Title Associates. In today's real estate market, it is more important than ever to have a title company with experience, a company you can trust, and one that conducts business with you in mind. Our staff has been serving Knoxville and surrounding counties for over 20 years with timely, attentive service. We are constantly updating and re-educating ourselves to ensure the best possible service to our customers. At Title Associates, we are proud to be a part of this community, a community that has remained positive during the downturn of the economy and a community that will recover with an even stronger real estate market. If you're buying, selling, or refinancing, our staff promises to make your closing a pleasant one. If you're a real estate agent looking for excellent customer service, give us a call, 777-1040, or visit our website at tanox.com. Title Associates, your choice and the right choice. The Christmas season is always a wonderful time to reflect on your blessings. And Mortgage Investors Group would like to thank all of our customers for making us the number one private lender in Tennessee. Our gift continues to be the lowest possible rates with the best customer service. Call us today, 800-489-8910, or visit us online at mortgageinvestorsgroup.com. Mortgage license number 109111. Merry Christmas. This is certainly the most wonderful time of year. Folks dreaming of a white Christmas, children dreaming of presents under the tree, family gathering around your holiday table. If you're dreaming of a new home, Mortgage Investors Group has the best loan to make your Christmas dreams come true. With 18 offices in Tennessee and the lowest mortgage rates in our nation's history, MIG can help you with your purchase or refinance. Maybe you would love to start a Christmas family tradition but never have owned a home. Mortgage Investors Group is the number one THDA lender for first-time homebuyers. Our loan officers can help you through this home loan process. So call us today, 800-489-8910, or visit us online at mortgageinvestorsgroup.com. Mortgage Investors Group, making Christmas dreams come true for the past 23 years. Mortgage license number 109111. Merry Christmas. holidays. This is Kim Sims Thomas and there really is no place like home for the holidays. A heartfelt Merry Christmas to you and yours. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray here with Mark Griffith. Thank you guys for joining us today. And Mark is motioning to me. What were you needing me to do? <laughs> well, yeah, that's right. Well, I wanted to tell you guys about a company that we and me and Mark both uh, feel very strongly in, and that's Capital Financial Group. Uh, Bobby and his team do an excellent job. And, you know, all of us want to retire at one point or another, and some sooner than others, but, you know, you're not going to be able to, to really meet the goals that you have if you don't have a plan. So what Bobby and his team do is they help you to develop a plan, a plan that is going to have some real thought out um, decisions and some strategies that are going to fit your goals. Because if you have some goals, then you need to have a plan. And, and you know, what better person to have do that than somebody like a professional in Capital Financial Group? They're going to sit down with you. They're going to look at what you have. They're going to look at what you're doing. They're going to kind of examine your goals and see if what you're doing can meet those goals. And, and they may add some things. They may modify some stuff. And if need be, they may delete some stuff. And that's what they do. They're going to give you 
you the guidance and the counsel that a true expert, trusted advisor um, will do. And I know they do that because I hear it over and over again from their very happy customers. So give them a try. You can call them at 865-261-3980. And it is Capital Financial Group, 865-261-3980. So um, Mark, you know, um, we had a really, really good series. We have a really good series going. And I think that Alan really um, did a great job giving us the information because this is local. This is, hey, this is what's going on in Knoxville. Here are the things to expect. Here are some some places to go to get information. And I think that he was able to really communicate that to us. It was a, a great segment with Alan. And I appreciated him coming in. One of the pieces that I learned from It's a Disaster uh, Knoxville was something, the reason I did the first in the series is fire prevention and awareness, where we brought in the Knoxville City Fire Chief to talk about uh, fire prevention, mm-hmm. right? So you couldn't make that show. Right, right. So, uh, but anyway, that that one was real important because on this uh, disaster in Knoxville, there is a stat here that I think is really important for people to be aware of, is that 80% of the fire deaths occur in residences. And fire kills more Americans each year than all natural disasters Combined. You're kidding me. No. So that's a stat that's real important that everybody, you know, it's great to have yeah. a plan, but it's real important to make sure that you're you're preventing fires in the uh, mind of your home. Right. And also make sure, I mean, just little things that you have, um, you know, properly operating, you know, fire detectors and carbon monoxide detectors. Well, and, and on our website, uh, we have linked to that because mm-hmm. there, what I discovered, and this is through NBC News, that there are fire detectors that do not work in certain circumstances. The ionization smoke detectors do not work really? on small, uh, small smoldering fires. And they don't go off. Small, so. sm- wait a minute. So let's You're say the couch, that- if there's a cigarette that's dropped in your couch and it's it's a slow smolder yeah. and it starts to uh, emit, emit to toxic fumes in the home, right? Yeah. Those detectors do not go off. It takes, it took on the average about 30 minutes for them to fire off. Oh, there's just a smoldering couch. It's slow smoldering, but we're not going to detect that. It's fine. You just keep on exactly. going. Exactly. People need to be aware of that. That's because serious. there was a family that was lost. She lost oh. four kids because the whole house filled up with the toxic fumes and the ionized smoke detector right. did not go off. So there is, mm. a, there are um, uh, different smoke detectors. Very easily, you can buy them at Home Depot that can prevent that. So online, we have that video where the fire uh, people set that couch on fire, Mm -hmm. and you can Mm, see it. That's right. I remember seeing that. Here's another thing, too. A lot of the homes in Knoxville, Oak Ridge, Maryville, all the areas, you know, there's older homes in those areas, and, you know, quite frankly, they may not be up to the most current standards when it comes to the different aspects of fire safety and prevention and those type of things. So, you know, it may not be a bad idea, um, and I'm sure that you could speak to this, um, to have a fire inspector or somebody come in if you're really concerned. If you have kids, you're moving into the area, you're buying a home that you're wanting to remodel or whatever, you know, maybe have somebody come in. Is there a service that provides something like that? Well, the actual, in Knox County Fire Department and the Knoxville City Fire Department, 
know, all most fire departments in your area will come and do a survey of your home. They'll mm-hmm. inspect the fireplace just to look. They won't clean it for you, but right. they'll inspect it to see if there's any problems going on. They won't on. clean it? What are we paying tax dollars for? <laughs> no, I have no idea. But these guys uh, do a lot for us. That's great. Uh, but cleaning's not one of them. Right. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's good to know because a lot of people, you know, that are purchasing homes, you know, I, I know there's a lot of homes in Oak Ridge, for instance, that, hey, you know what? They're older on West Outer. Maybe they're going to fix them up. Well, you know, they were built in what, 1949 or 50 or whatever or earlier? Exactly. And, you know, we've had home inspectors on before in the past. Those are, I think, are the first choice for me mm-hmm. because I, um, you can look on some of their Facebook pictures and they had one uh, showing the flu that was vented into the attic. This was a picture, oh, and we heavens. can we can post this picture because this was a real inspection, mm. and and it was vented into the attic, but it was stopped short and just was dumped. It could have dumped right into the attic because it wasn't. There's nothing flammable on. up there, is it? Yeah, nothing <laughs> flammable at all. It just so happens it was a new home, and they never used the fireplace. Had so, they done that, it would have gone up. So there's a perfect example. Of- perfect example of people out there that are buying new homes, new construction homes. You know, some people suggest, hey, no, you don't need to get a home inspection on this new home because it's a new home. No, absolutely, 100%, that is false. You need to get a home inspection on even new homes. And my builder friends, encourage it. They want that to happen. They are not uh, against you getting a home inspection because like you just said a moment ago, which hit home with me, I have kids, a lot of people out there do, um, the leading cause of the, the fires of all of the other, you know, catastrophes or disasters combined, combined make up for a majority of the deaths or 80% yeah. of the I mean that's incredible death by fires so, it makes more yeah so I mean even like in that situation the home inspector found that the, the that it was being pushed into the attic had he not found that it could have been disastrous it would have been a fire if they yeah. had to, plus those home inspectors are going to look for all the electrical panels and bad wiring mm-hmm. old wiring I mean you know you go back before 1978 you could have aluminum wiring going in some of the uh, mm-hmm. the, the panels and that Overheats when you have too much draw of that energy and it can melt down. And yeah, cause a fire. yeah no, the people nowadays they're charging their iPods, iPhones. They've got all these LA, I mean, more forty-two draw. inch plasma TVs. That that stuff would certainly. And even with all of that equipment being Energy Star rated, we're still pulling a lot of watts right. through the absolutely uh, our, our panels. So absolutely, we got to be careful. And so that's why you know a lot of the things that we've talked about on the this is protecting your families, um, protecting your families. There's a lot that goes into that. You're not just going to protect your family by happenstance or by through osmosis or even by just listening to this show, although it will help because it's going to inform you. But some of this stuff you have to take action with. You know, in the housinghour.com, uh, we're providing information to you to so that you can you can learn, you can understand it and be able to be proactive with it. And, you know, in a past um, uh, segment or radio show, I, it's been several months ago, Jack Fell from Clayton Inspection Services here in Knoxville came on our show and talked a lot about that. Mm-hmm. If you go to his Facebook, uh, 
Feldman Facebook, I think is, is Jack Feldman on Facebook, and like his page, he posts things, and I think he's got a Facebook for his actual home yeah. inspection, but it, he shows these things that... Clayton that's Inspection Services. Yeah, right? he's the one that took the pictures of this uh, ventless uh, mm-hmm. fireplace that was going into the attic, so pretty scary stuff. Yeah, and I think that that's why, you know, people that are out there listening, because there's a lot of people buying homes right now, you know, a lot of action. It's hot. It's hot, and it's cold outside, um, but, you know, that doesn't mean that we're not we're not busy, you know. Uh, in some months, you might see December as being a month where there's not a lot of activity in the real estate world. There's not a lot of things going on, but frankly, um, that's not the case at Mortgage Investors Group, and I'm very happy to announce, um, because of the team of people that we work with, from the uh, receptionist all the way up to the president of our company, we're so proud to say that we've closed now over a billion dollars in residential loans. Um, and that that is an amazing statistic because that means a lot of American dreams realized, frankly. And things are coming back online. Yeah, it feels are. so good because the agents are busy. People are... Now, we've been talking about this since February because I've and gone it, back it, and listened. Yes. Because it We has, called it, didn't we? We, we, we did because it's been moving that direction. Yeah. And right now, this past week, Kevin, uh, construction starts are up 21.6% from a year ago. Mm, that's, that's a quarter huge. percent. That's, that's and remember last year, we thought it was, we, it was getting better. It was getting better. Better, and definitely. last year we had a good number. So, and you can find that on thehousinghour.com. Um, where can they find that if they want to read that article? Well, this I was last it, week, right? Yeah, it's on our main housinghour.com right now, and it's uh, you'll you'll pull it up. It's I think you posted it starts. like on the nineteenth, if I'm not mistaken. That's so, I think that's right. So a few days ago. Um, so check that out. And you know, the housing hour, we want to be you know that you know, component of your life where you know, hey, if I need the most current information about housing, about safety, about pretty much anything other than sports, you know, you can go to thehousinghour.com. That's where you can find the information. There's so much information. You can listen live right there on um, thehousinghour.com. You also can apply if you want, if you need a mortgage, we have a link there to redirect you to um, our website as well. And the series that we did for the energy efficiency, you also have the um, series updated as well for energy efficiency that we've spent. And I know Mark and I both spent a lot of time and effort in putting together and you know there's just a lot of resources for you and Scott well. Higgins from Prudent Energy Systems was on a couple of weeks ago three weeks ago I can't yes. remember but uh, he did an energy audit of my home and he's yes. going to be doing that work and sealing all my ducts and all these things I can't believe he awesome. showed me all the holes it was amazing how much how much do you think up. it could save you um, you know they the average is somewhere around 30 percent or 40 percent if you do all the insulation that uh, you know, DOE and, and Roderick Jackson from mm-hmm. RNL states. That's what they say, 30, 40 percent. I don't know if it's going to be that much, but I know one thing: it makes you a lot more comfortable in the house. Mm-hmm. One big hole already sealed could tell a difference. The one in your master bedroom <laughs> that you tried to. <laughs> no, no, it's actually the dog door. The dog door. Yes. I had wind blowing in. It was like a nine yeah. by thirteen hole in my. I mean, it just was. It you was know that just, what that was like? That was like putting dollar bills and just tossing them out that dog how door. How stupid, right? That's what that's what you were doing. But I posted that. I did blog that yep, because there is an there. energy efficiency uh, dog door that's not expensive that seals it absolutely iron shut. It's mm. amazing. Iron shut. Folks. Iron you shut. Heard you, it here there's no first. wind. It passes yeah. the blower door test. Oh, does it really? It absolutely does. Yeah. Now for 
people out there who may or may not have pets, you know, first of all, I don't know that I'd want my dog just coming on inside, no telling where well, he's been in. I mean, we have to, when Annie comes to our door, we have to find out where she's been <laughs> before we're going to let her in. That rhymes. So, but that's a great idea. I can't even imagine how much money that you have cost yourself by not having that I'm not trying to like make you feel bad, but for those out there, no, but I'm just the average guy, and right. every every other West Knoxville home has the same amount of holes. Well, folks, I tell you, we have really appreciated you guys joining us throughout the the last year and a half, and we are so thankful for your participation. Um, please come back, come back next week on Saturday. You can join us on the Housing Hour WNOX 100.3. Thank you guys. We'll see you next week right here on the Housing Hour. That's the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray for today. Join Kevin and his guests each week at this time to keep up with the why and the why not. You need to know, so come here to find out. This program is presented by Mortgage Investors Group.